Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody, welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me today, as always... Skater. And today, we're sitting out in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios of my driveway. And... uh, (laughs) just... Tickled me. Jeff is just having some a reason. horrible time getting things set up, but you I know, am. whatever. It's okay. I may or may not cut that, like you know, four minutes. Wow, that guy was loud. Four <sighs> minutes of uh, camera fun at the Wait. beginning of that. <laughs> I don't know. Depends. It was adjusting my sack. You need to cut that. <laughs> That's true. I probably yeah. should. That anyway, shouldn't stay. Nobody wants to see that. So today we. Well, I by the way, sit here for an hour and a half on my. I'd like you know, to bat winging. I'd like to point out to Dave Graflo. Show notes. Yeah. Show notes. Thanks, Dave. I have show notes. Thanks a lot. I have prep. I have legit (sighs) prep here. Anyway, so today we're going to be smoking the Red Anchor by United Cigars. It uh, comes in one size, known as the Admiral. It's a 6x52 Toro. Features an Ecuadorian Habano 2000 wrapper, a binder made up of Dominican Monte Plata, and filler, which includes Dominican San Vicente. And Habano 92, along with Pennsylvania Broadleaf. This may be my first Dominican Monte Plata. Are you really going to, like, put the show notes, like, right in front of your face? And, yeah. Like, the whole thing. Put those down. <laughs> You're the one. I made them. I, dude, I made the type size on that, like, stupid big so you could read it off the table. I can't read that off the table. Seriously? That's, like, size 23 font. This is perfect. <laughs> no. Put that down. <laughs> Quit dicking. You're the one God. that gave me a toy to play this with on why the show. I just can't. Anyway, this cigar um, <laughs> actually is blended by Hendrick Kellner Jr., and he's the owner of Kellner Boutique Factory. Okay. So, you know, just putting that out there. So, figured we'd go ahead and uh, cut the cigar and get this How thing rolling. long until you snap? <laughs> you don't get show notes. No, no. This is why we can't have nice things. I need my it's show because notes. You can't. Freaking deal with show notes. I need my show notes. Yeah, well, you'll get them back I in the appropriate really time. I'm really looking forward to show in notes. In the appropriate time, you'll get them back. Right now, you're being a child. Let me get mine out of the cellophane. Of course. Here we go. It's going to trigger all those new listeners that listen to us that are all emailing into the Cigar Authority <laughs> and talking about how much we fucking suck. <laughs> I, lo- I love the fact, by the way, that the email that rips on us is the one that they all chose to make the award-winning email two of weeks ago. Of course they did. It's like, no. Thanks, guys. No, it's like they have all these options, and then Mr. Jonathan, and, the, and dude, and the guy who wrote the email even redacted out my name and this show's name, and Jonathan was like, it was Nick Miller from the Cigar Pulpit, <laughs> and totally, like, bust me out See, that's for awesome. God and everybody, and I'm just like, well, thanks, Jonathan. I, I really appreciate that. Is chock that is full of awesomeness. You know? You know, good on him for keeping it real. What? Well, good on Mr. Jonathan. They were making fun of you, too. I, I mean, I'm a target-rich environment. No shit. Are you going to get that thing out of the cellophane? It's getting there. Because, you know, we've look, got a... Look, hold on. We have other listeners... I'm at the halfway have, point. Oh, dear God. We have other listeners that have complained about this. Well, they can get over <laughs> it. <laughs> People have been very complaining lately. The office ladies don't do this. Go listen to them. Pe- what the, the hell, hell was that? that? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, like a clown car coming I through say, town. I got like either a fire truck or a clown car coming Booga. down the road. But Booga. I don't know what the hell's going on? Seriously, dude, knock what? it off. Are you done yet? This United's in there. No, it's really not. It's 
really not. Got it. Thank you, Jeebus. Anyway, it's time <laughs> to cut the cigar. Oh, well, I cracked mine. Do you have another one? No, you didn't. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, getting it out of the cellophane. No, you did not. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. I was about to beat the shit out of you <laughs> right here on camera. Like, everybody and their brother was going to be able to see me just wailing on your dead corpse. It's like, I freaking buy. these. I mean, these aren't. this is not a cheap date. I'd like to point out, this is a $25 cigar. Well, there you go. So, you know, don't say I don't do anything nice for you. That was nice of you, Yes, Nick. and then you go and threaten to crack it. I didn't like, threaten uh, to crack it. I anyway, said it was cracked. Um, it's time to cut the cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan, Dan the Cigar Man. Crestwood, Missouri. And Dan, you know, everything has kind of come back to normal yep. from the uh, big uh, annual party. And uh, that means it's time for people to start getting into the mode for the fall and the winter here yep. in the St. Louis area. Not exactly something I'm looking forward to. Oh, but, you I know, love the fall. I love the fall. I, I hate, hate the, the summer. Winter. I hate the heat in the summer. See, that's because you and I are fat. Well, no, I've, I've never liked the heat in the summer. I love the fall. Been fat? What's that? No. <laughs> I was like 165 pounds when I graduated I high know. School. We've all heard about how thin you were when you graduated high school and how thin you were when you tried to join the Air Force. I had to lose a bunch of weight to get in the Air Force. I know. I've heard. It was after 9-11. I've been doing intermittent fasting. Have you? I started that this week. I haven't. Okay. How's I, that working out? I haven't cheated yet. Well, good for you. I only eat between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. Okay. So, you know, whatever. But anyway, Dan the Man Ponder but over there. How are we going to do the What's company. in Gator's Mouth tonight? Well, I don't have anything. Because it's after 7. I don't have anything to put in your mouth. Oh, I might have something in the car. Well, that's on you. You can try it. I'm not I don't have anything it. in the car. Okay, that's good. I got a, I got an MRE, but I think, we've, I think we've beaten that dead horse. Yet another thing that you triggered the hell out of the listeners with. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, we have to cut the cigar because that's something that people are Riverman getting, Cigar Company. They're getting on to us about the fact that we're going 27 minutes without just, you know, even starting up the cigar. We're, we're not that far in. Yeah, we're six and a half or so. Yeah. Anyway, um, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. Dude, guys, he's got all kinds of great cigars over there. He does. And you're going to want to get in on it. Uh, like I said, it's what the hell are you doing? You told me to hurry up and cut. Oh my god, no! Everyone heard you. Premature cutting. Anyway, he's got great cigars over there. You're gonna want to swing by and check it out. You know, he's got the uh, the full lounge all ready to go for the autumn and the the winter. Um, I mean, it's it's just it's it's your friendly full, it's your friendly neighborhood cigar shop. He's got that's all what it boils of, down a to. Full line of our Aladinos. Yep, full the, line of our, Aladinos. Our studio sponsor, Jerry he's Tobacco. Got it in a whole bunch of uh, Agonorsa products he's here got lately. Those Fuentes. Uh, he still does yep. have quite a few of the really really good yep. Opus and Fuente cigars. So you're gonna want to uh, get in on that as well. And uh, I'll tell you what, I've been smoking a lot of over there that Sancho Panza, Ooh. Uh, the Room 101. Um, uh, Matt Booth, he blended uh, the new Sancho Panza cigars. Okay. And I smoked one of those the other day, and they're smoking wonderfully. Well, that's but, awesome. Anyway, so guys, St. Louis, Missouri, or Crestwood, Missouri. It's, it's in St. Louis. It's in St. Louis, Louis area. Um, Dan the Man Ponder, swing by. And, uh, you know, if you're not in the St. Louis area, give him a call. He does mail order. You can get cigars, a box of cigars. You can get accessories, all kinds of stuff mailed to you. Post haste. That's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that I go ahead and, uh, oh my God, what'd you do to my cutter? Cut my cigar. <laughs> what did you do? The button didn't want to eject. 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 <laughs> A word came to I was trying. Never mind. Anyway, Ejaculate? That's the word that came to mind. Yeah. And that wasn't the word that I. Man, it's, it's like 
What did you do to this? I just cut my cigar. It's like, look at this. It's like not wanting to. Yeah, let me try it. Go. Let me try it. Don't do that. Here, give it here. Did you break my brand new cutter? I just bought that when I was out at Two Guys. It works fine. It's supposed to spring open. You had to pop. It just did. You had to like pull on it. Gross. Anyway. (laughs) Cut my cigar. That's what she said. Bless it. Oh my gosh. There it goes. Is there schmuckus stuck in there? There might be schmuckus. (laughs) Yeah, don't blow on that. I... It's not like I licked it. Uh, anyway. I have to use that from time to time. Well, get your own damn cutter. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. Time for the cold draw. What are you getting on the Red Anchor by United Cigars? Getting a Cigars? very distinct sweet taste. Mm-hmm. A little bitterness to go with that sweet taste? No. No. Um, really? What is that? What have you had lately? <laughs> like, no, are, I haven't. I haven't eaten you anything haven't in a while. Contaminated the palate no. with anything? Well, I I have had two cigars today, and that's hmm. I don't to know. the cold retro. Hmm. Okay, I'm getting an alfalfa hay. Okay, and honeysuckle. All right then. I'll. I'll it's I'll. it's like a meadow. Okay. Well, I'll that's go. Really with nice. That. I'll go with that. You know what? I'll just go with Do that. a cold retro and see. You'll I, see. It'll, it's right there. Okay. Okay. You get it, don't you? I mean, there's something. I don't know what it is. You're declaring it as alfalfa hay and honeysuckle. And honeysuckle. A mix, yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to argue with you okay. on that. So I'm just going to go ahead and light my I would cigar. think it would taste more like, you know, oysters or lobster, but, no. you know, being an anchor. I mean, that's just the brand. Oh, okay. It's actually the oldest cigar brand at least according to United. The Red Anchor? They have, they have done the, the history. 1770. They've determined that this is the oldest uh, cigar brand. And I guess it like. I can't tell what that last date kinda, is. 1770. I guess it went defunct at some point. 1770. Oh, God. Is it two? Looks like eights. Is it an eight or two? Looks eight. like an eight to me. 1778. America. Hurry up, I need your lighter. Damn it. <laughs> you don't have a lighter either? <laughs> oh, my God. It's not like we're, like, doing a cigar podcast here to where you might need a lighter and a cutter. How well, did you have a lighter? How did you have cigars today? They're out of my... It, I got a lighter in the FJ. Or did you have cigars today? Yeah, I had one driving to work and then one one through the day at work, and then I finished it driving up. Did you smoke in your office? Not in the office. I oh, believe. the ladies were so mad at us when we did oh that. Oh my that god! One time. Yeah, <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> it was raining, and it's your building. It's true. So you could declare it a smoking environment if you want to. Oh, they were so mad. They were so pissed. We sat at the front door. It didn't pull the smoke out. No, we didn't. We sat in that office. We sat at the front door. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we sat like we sat at the front door. I, oh God. I touched that part. That's hot. That part. That should not be hot. Anyway, no, we sat. All right, never mind. I'm not going to wrap myself out any further. And me in the process. Well, let's be real. Nobody on your staff listens that. to this. Why? I can't, I can't get it. Okay. Anyway. But they might. Okay. Well, today. That's the story I'm sticking to. So the main topic I want to discuss um, 
is obviously the big news down in Florida, which mm-hmm. is Hurricane Ian. And, you know, it's it's a big deal. And so... Yeah, massive. I'm going to go ahead and give you back your show notes for this, because this, this is relevant. Just I've been missing this. Don't those. put them right in front of your effing face. You've already... You've even adjusted I, pages. I did adjust the pages for you, but anyway... You, you Really? I gotta I read it. I literally just told you I, what not to I do. I can't read that from there. I'm blind. Jeff, I'm blind, and I made it big enough to read. No. I don't either. But I made it big enough to read off the table. How in the world are you not able to read that? Southwestern Florida decimated. Yeah, so... Yeah, are we the, over 100 dead now? I hadn't heard as that. As of the recording of this episode, oh, yeah, God, CNN and a couple that. other places are recording over 100. The last dead. I'd heard yesterday was 80. Yeah, That's just horrible. No, we're over 100 dead now, and Lee County took the brunt of the damage. Um, Is that the Fort Myer area? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And like Sanibel Island, uh, it's a barrier island outside of Fort Myers. And uh, according to the reports that I found, it's home to about uh, fewer than 7,000 people. Yeah. And it's described as unrecognizable. I, I've heard it's uninhabitable. So yeah. the the causeway, the the road leading to the island, that was destroyed, and it cut it off from the mainland. So they're trying mm. to get everybody off in boats. But the problem they're encountering with getting people off the island is: are people getting off the island in other means that they don't know about? And so it's or it's, are they not getting? And so it's yeah. hard to like basically do a roster count Man. to see who's where. So like. Tracking these people is really, really well, difficult. And okay, and I'm not trying to make light of this in any way, but that's one of the things people kind of make fun of me for being, you know, a borderline prepper. You got to be prepared for this kind of stuff. And the other thing, in is, all fairness, what? <laughs> in all fairness, and I'm not victim blaming here. I well, want that. No, sta- I want that I'm, stated for the record. I'm actually up front. headed to the same place you were. Meteorologists in Florida are watching storms all the way out from the coast of Africa. Yeah. They track these storms for a long, long time. And I realized that this storm was barreling towards Tampa and took a real quick turn and ended up nailing Fort Myer in a really bad way. Yeah. But the point remains, it was in their backyard. Yeah. Lee County, admittedly, was very late with their evacuation order. They were, they, that's been, there's been reports about that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, an evacuation order was issued People should have left. Sometimes people don't believe it's going to be as bad. And that's a problem that I... We'll, Sometimes people we'll are to scared to leave minute. their property. I get it. Because they don't know if it's going to get looted or whatnot. And and I hate to admit it, I understand that as well. Mm-hmm. And some people don't have the means to get away unless the government can actually come get them and take them. I get that too. And to the point that you made about the meteorologists and them not believing it, it's... You know, look, we live here in the St. in the St. Louis area. We're in the middle of the country. We don't yeah. have to deal with hurricanes. But what we do deal with are tornadoes. Yeah. And so every single time there's a massive storm that rolls through. And I'm not talking hurricane Ian type massive, but like a big storm for the St. Louis area, yeah. something that could potentially Dude, our meteorologists are on TV and they're just like, "Oh my god, you got to get to yeah. the basement right now." And yeah. so like after a while it's of wall you, to like wall. Just barraging us for hours and hours talking about a storm that I could walk out my door and be like, this isn't that bad. You know. Well, you and I do storm chasing. I mean, we've, we, for the paper, we've done that many times. Ish. I have. Not quite the same level that actual storm chasers. No, no, no. But But, I mean, I'm out trying to get pictures of tornado and damage and things like that. Yeah. But my point, though, is 
I kind of feel like it's a boy who cried wolf situation with some of these weathermen. You know, I'm, hurricanes. I'm, I would say I'm going to take the with hurricanes. I would say you probably ought to pay attention to the weathermen. But but even but like, like here, you know, if they tell you that there's rotation sighted or it's been there's been a funnel cloud spotted or it's on the ground. Okay, yes, that's one thing. Yeah, but you know Steve Templeton over there at Channel Four. Why are you going to pick on Steve? Because man? He's he a is friend of mine. He is the most like frequently freaked out person on the we- on TV when the weather comes through. It's I like, like watching Chris Higgins. He's a nice enough guy. Yeah, yeah. but he's anyway, a, the point is he's an airman. I've never met any of these people, and yet I have opinions about them. You do. It's kind of funny. It's how we. It's how we operate with the media. Have you met Dave Murray? No, he comes off as arrogant. See, I don't. I will say one of the funniest things he ever did is they were doing the morning. I think it was the morning show, and they had Santa on there, and Dave Murray, loud, just loud as he could over the microphone, says, "Hey, get a look at Santa's package." <laughs> Dave Dave anyway. Murray Dave Murray's yeah he's he he likes to drop a little blue in there now and then anyway I'm I'm I don't know I don't like I said I don't want to like make it sound like people like I'm victim blaming because obviously that's totally not one no way. and and again we I just, don't know uh, the reasons but we don't um so. you know but I will tell you it's you know there have been a lot of people rescued and and I even thought to myself it's like why did they stay. I mean, yeah. I go back to the hurricane that hit New Orleans. Yeah. You know. Yeah. God, has that been 20 years ago? It's been a while. Katrina? Yeah. Uh, not 20, but it's coming up. And I'm thinking, all these people stayed, and then Nagan at the time, he had all those school buses. He could have driven people yeah. out of the area, and they just sat there and got swamped. Well, Nagan wasn't great either, but that's no. neither here nor there. Um, but one thing I did want to touch on regarding Hurricane Ian is um, the impact on the cigar industry. Yep. And one of the things that um, I want to give credit where it's due, Cigar Aficionado did. They reached out to a number of cigar manufacturers that they could um, right after the storm hit. And um, they actually did a really good job of giving updates on everybody. And good. I think, I, I, like I said, you know, some people kind of dog on them and everything. But I, I want to give them credit where it's due. Um, one of the big stories that's come out about Hurricane Ian and related to cigars is uh, the impact on Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. It's down yeah. there in Naples, um, which is... It was right in the um, line of fire, right? Yeah it, yeah, it it was a few miles from Cayo Coco, where Hurricane Ian made landfall. And um, it was hit really, really hard. Um, Rocky Patel apparently told Cigar Aficionado that it could be weeks before they get power back at the headquarters and they're working hard to get generators and get them going. So they don't even have the generators. They're trying Man. to get them and then get them going. Now, granted, this was a couple days ago. So hopefully over the weekend, maybe, you know, Rocky and his crew may have yeah. been able to figure something out. But, um, I will say, um, in the article, it detailed how he had to travel to get cell phone signal so he could talk to Cigar Aficionado. Because, like, he didn't even have it, like, where he was. Um, And that's the thing. I don't think, like, sitting where we are, and we've had inland hurricanes, derecho or whatever they call it. We've had things like that happen here. We've had tornadoes. I hate that term, the inland hurricane. That's just the dumbest thing. That's what it was. I I know, but it's so dumb. Did you ever, did you see, like, the... I'm aware of it, yes. Radar images of the thing? I mean, it was a hurricane inland. It was bizarre. Anyway. But I don't think, without being there, 
I don't think you and I, and we've covered a lot of disaster situations. I don't think we can ever comprehend what it's like or what they're going through without being there seeing it. Like, I don't think the pictures can possibly do justice to the amount of devastation. So, okay, you know how every weatherman has to stand outside in a hurricane to get those shots? Everybody is talking about why are they doing that. I could totally imagine you doing that, like in a raincoat and your Speedo. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why a Speedo? Because you wore one down at, you know. um... That was my swimsuit. That was a well, no, I know what that was, and I'm not going to bust you out <laughs> right now. But it was it was not a swimsuit by any means. Santa, Santa was rocking. The I would say I did not. Want, I don't want to talk about the full details of that because technically, <sighs> when you met that child, there may have been some sort of laws broken. I'm just putting that out. I had my there. shorts on when I said hi to the child. Yeah, and Santa. then you stripped the shorts off yeah. down to what? Anyway, was the speedo. So over there in Tampa, Ish. where the storm was expected to hit and be really, really bad. Um, it turned, and so Tampa actually kind of didn't get the brunt of it like they but thought they, they still, were going to. I mean, it still hit. It hit. Yeah. Um, so the folks at J.C. Newman were relatively unhurt. Drew Newman spoke to Cigar Aficionado, and he told them that they lost a 25-foot section of gutters, and they had a few leaks, but he said that wasn't uncommon in a building that is 112 years old, meaning the Man, L- Can L- you L- imagine a direct hit there? I mean, um, God. But the folks at Newman, J.C. Newman, actually, they were uh, housing all the chickens from Ebor. Were they really? Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I actually wondered. I'm like, man, so were yeah, the chickens on their own? The chickens were rounded up, and they put them into coops inside the factory, and they used the factory as the, like, shelter for the chickens. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, awesome, actually. I thought so. Because if you've never been to Ybor City, you have no idea. Like, you're like, what are you talking about chickens for? There's chickens just walking around. Yeah. There's, there's no wild chickens in Ybor City. Yep. Yeah. I've got pictures. They're cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now... Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Hurricane Ian, it hit Cuba on Tuesday the 27th as a Category 3 hurricane with sustained winds of up to 125 miles an hour. Yeah. Damage to tobacco farms. Was extensive, right? It's being described as, quote, apocalyptic and a real disaster. Man. Lots of damage to the barns and the equipment. We're talking infrastructure. Farm infrastructure is really hurt. Um, and the the tobacco season, the growing season, it's it starts later on in the year. So the impact on the infrastructure is going to play a huge impact on the um, season and the harvest. Because yeah. let's be real, without barns and without you know tractors and whatever else, yeah. you know you're, well, you're the, not going to be grow area to start the seedlings. I mean, exactly. Yeah. No. You know, that's the thing. I mean, you have extreme damage to the infrastructure. And so it's one of those things where you got to almost ask yourself, okay, so you have Cuban tobacco that, um, you know, is going to be impacted by this. Really? This is, by the way, this cigar's really good. Well, if you notice, we get to thoughts on the cigar later down in the page there. <laughs> if I'd had my show notes the whole time, I would have read you had you had them there when you said that. So, like, and you just flip that page, so. Okay. You know, anyway. Um, Let me read ahead. Oh, my God. Well, I'm skipping around a little bit, if you haven't noticed, but. um, I didn't have my <laughs> God, notes. this is so obnoxious. You're being so, so dickish with that. Um, I can't read. I got to read over my glasses. So, the, the with the Cuban, with the damage to the Cuban tobacco. Yeah. You've already got cigar manufacturers running over to Europe. 
trying to get a foothold in Europe and the rest of the yep. world as a result of a shortage of Cuban cigars in the rest and of the world. And now it's going to be worse. And all they're all and they're all going to China. Well, now it's going to be even worse because you're going to have a real shortage of tobacco and a real shortage of cigars coming from Cuba, yep. which means Europe's going to have even less Cuban cigars available to them. So does that mean that the other manufacturers step up, take even more ground away from Cuban cigars in Europe and the other parts of the world? And does that result in possible shortages here in the United States? And I, I think that's a very real possibility. There are, And that's the thing. There are a few brands that I can point to. I won't point directly to them, but like everybody knows who they are. That I don't. We've talked about it before on the show. No, oh, I'm trying to not directly call Fuente out. Oh my god! Anyway, why are you the, tagging Fuente? Because they're one of them. But anyway, hey, the look, point, if, if they can sell a cigar in Europe and make more money than they're selling here, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's just good business. Uh, is it though? Because it for you, us. you could make the argument that they opened up accounts here in the states before they opened up accounts over in Europe, and that they're kind of like picking you, one over the other. They're not dancing with the one look, that brought them. You know what I mean? Look, but anyway, if, if they sell a cigar here and they make ten dollars on a cigar, let's say, and they can sell a cigar in Europe and make fifteen after you know shipping and everything. The good business is to sell it for the most you can sell it for. You get what I'm saying, though. I totally get what you're saying. You got to remember your retail partners, and so that's and and, and, and I understand that. Yeah, but but anyway, yeah. I don't want to get down in the weeds with all this because sounds like you just did. Yeah, we, you kind of drugged me there, so <laughs> you, you could have ignored me. So I'm just kind of wondering, like, you know, do you? Why do, don't you ignore me? Do you? I should. I really should. But yeah, do we think that this is going to like possibly have an impact yeah. here in the United States? I don't see how it doesn't. I mean, I don't either. I mean, because here's the thing. Even if Brand X, Opus X, maybe were to, um, you know, hire on twice the rollers they currently own or have. But they still have to come up with the tobacco to roll. They do. And then, you know, so that's the thing. I mean, logistically, it's not a matter of we'll just ramp up and be able to produce for everybody and sell more. It's like there's there's logistics. You have to have the product to be able to do that. And do they have the product? Well, Cuba sure as hell doesn't, but yeah. they're not using Cuban tobacco. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's one of those things. But, yeah, I don't know. So, anyway. Um, well, and, you know, this thing rolled through. Um, now, this this was it this hurricane or a different one? You know, I think it was a different one, wasn't it, that hit uh, Puerto Rico? I believe that was a different one. So you've one. got other areas that produce tobacco that have also been affected. It's true. Yeah. This is, this is a... You know, worst case scenario in a lot of ways. So anyway, um, I just want to close off this conversation by talking about how um, various companies are are publicly helping. Um, I did a little bit of looking today, and I just want to point out that Perdomo Cigars has announced that they're doing a food drive for the people of Western Florida. So if you're in that's the, phenomenal. If you're in the Miami area. You can go and you can drop off canned foods at the Perdomo offices. It's located at 5150 Northwest 167th Street in Miami Gardens, Florida. And they will do what they can to get that canned food over to the people on the West Coast. How can our listeners help if they want to, if they're not in in Florida? Well, so CLE Cigars has been actively promoting a website called FloridaDisasterFund.org. 
and it's a means for folks to get help to those impacted by the storm. And then obviously, so you can make direct donations to that if you cho- so choose. For sure. And awesome. then obviously, there's also the American Red Cross, which okay. you know that's kind of a given. It always worries me with the Red Cross though, because I think you really have to be specific on where you want that money to go if you want it to go to that particular area or project or or disaster in this case well they're all over the place yeah but yeah. that's the thing is if you want to get stuff to them you probably need to uh specify that but yeah yeah so okay. anyway so that's hurricane ian i, mean, I would love I don't know, i'm working to try and get somebody i would love to get a cigar manufacturer or even a cigar retailer from the area to call in, give us give us fifteen minutes, and tell us about what's going on there and and what can be done to help, if anything, other than like you said with CLE with the floor, Florida Disaster Fund dot org. Mm-hmm. I know you were on my ass about it today, and I'm like, no. dude, it's the last minute, and mind you, we're recording at. I was on your ass about it last nine o four p.m. I said we need to get somebody which is on ten something there. Like, yeah, and last week they were barreling down. I mean, Greenwich that's the thing. Mean they were time. dealing with it, you know? In Greenwich Mean Time. That's the thing. You got to give a do little bit of time. You add 16 and then subtract. Anyway, what are you, thoughts on the Red Anchor by United Cigars? I have a real problem with time zones. You really do, yeah. and it's so obnoxious. This is a great cigar. Anyway, I'm digging it. A uh, little bit of spice on the retro. Not a ton. I haven't done a retro. You should do that. Not a, not a ton. From but our Red Anchor from our friends at United. United Cigars. This one must I not pick, go. I picked these up when I was up there in uh, Salem. Oh, that's smooth. Isn't it? Oh, wow. Just a little bit of spice on it, but not a ton. Yep. You know, super good. What is that? Hold on. Ooh. Let me do another one. Let me see if I get that again. <coughs> that time I swallowed a little bit. Ugh. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. Okay. Oh, gross. Okay. You're going to think I'm crazy. You don't need the notes anymore. I can take them back. You're going to. I, I want to keep them. Because <laughs> it looks really cool. No, it doesn't. It's the, really obnoxious. Like, we're really into this. Um, okay. Do do a retro hail. I just did. I swallowed some of okay. it. <laughs> Again. It's got a little bit of a back finish. Oh. Beef jerky. I'm getting, I got it on both retro hills. After I did it, just, now just taste the palate. No. Yeah. I don't get beef jerky. Hold on, let me try it one more time. I don't get beef jerky. Let me try it one more time. I don't get beef jerky. Anyway. Well, while you're debating whether or not you're getting beefy in the mouth, um... It's distinct. How do you not get that? I don't get beef jerky. Why don't we go ahead? It's so bizarre. Why don't we go ahead and do... The Red uh, Anchor by United. Ask the boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. All right, guys, it's time for Ask the Boys, where we answer your calls, questions, concerns, whatever. I just whatever, party fouled myself. On the Ask the Boys hotline, which I got to say, given the fact that we did not do an Ask the Boys last week because of the whole Riverman Cigar Company we festival were, we and everything. Were, we were busy. I'm a little disappointed 
in the number of calls that we have for this episode. chastise the listeners. Because it seems like that's the only way people like actually call. It's like, I don't know if they just don't want to participate. And if that's like, if you guys are bored with this segment, tell me, you know, but like. <laughs> this could be the one must go. I'm saying maybe the one. Ask must, the boys. Is maybe the, the one, one must, must go. The one is ask must the go. boys. I don't know, but I, th- you know, I thought this was a good thing. But some of our normal people, they just we don't hear from them anymore. It's like they don't care. You know what I feel like? I feel like the old person who's been put in the nursing home and nobody calls to visit what the or hell? anything like that anymore. It. I do. You're just losing I, it. I feel neglected. I feel neglected. You're just losing it. Anyway, guys, so you can call us on the hotline. Area code eight six three. Eight seven four zero 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 zero, and we'll go ahead and we'll listen to the first call here. Okay. Hey, what's up, Nick and Gator? It's Clay. Oh, I hey, Clay. just wanted to say, first of all, that yes, listening to y'all uh, is akin to being in a cigar lounge, and I think that's what makes your show Thank great. You. Exactly. And uh, any new listeners should get an understanding that you know. It's just sticking fart jokes and hanging around and having a good laugh. So now I've got that out of the way. Um, he I had it. an idea for um, uh, show content to maybe drive, um, drive some Ask the Boys questions uh, on the hotline. And uh, since October is coming up, why not have a contest or a challenge to see who can uh have the most voted on scary story so um, i'll go first joining in but um i have my own poop ghost story (gasps) and just real quick uh when my dad was stationed in uh germany during the cold war um we lived in a little high rise uh in germany and uh when i was four years old i went into the bathroom to go poop and i'm sitting in this small little european bathroom taking a poop and i looked to my left where the bathtub was and a shadow figure raised up out of it and looked me dead in the eyes and it scared the crap out of me literally so i buried my head in my face and i stayed there until my legs got numb and i freaked out and uh uh finally got up and left the bathroom so anyway um Wanted to see what you guys thought about that. So um, stay safe, stay smoky, and looking forward to hearing uh, what other people's scary stories are. Talk to you later. Bye. Brother, this is a great idea. Nice. That was worth it. That was worth the price of admission right there. You just totally redeemed my faith in humanity. Way to step up, brother. I was lit. You heard me. You heard me. You know, you heard me literally just shitting on this segment. And you come along with not just did a you call. Know that? Did you look ahead? I did not. I did not. You literally just came along with not just a quality call, but a poop story. No, my less. problem and about the about brilliant. his Pugo story. Yeah. The only the only thing that's really bothering me is you didn't bidet because you didn't want to get in the tub because that's where the shadow person was. Would you? I've seen shadow people. Would you get in a tub with a shadow person, though? I mean, it depends how they look. I love this idea. I love this idea. So, yes. 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 Clay. Okay. First of all, you're going to get a prize for declaring this. So, I'm going to make a note. Yep. I'm going to make a note right now. Clay. Will you actually send it? Clay. Yeah, I'm going to send it. I guess. Sorry, Clay. You're never going to get anything. You know what? Screw you, Jeff. I'm going to make it a good prize. <laughs> 
Hey, you got a United hat. Why didn't I get a United hat? Because you didn't go to fucking New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire? I knew it. <laughs> Those guys love you doing that, by the way. <laughs> How could you not? Have you? It's so obnoxious. Anyway, um, but no. So uh, I love this idea. So guys, yeah, this yes, is this is awesome. This is it. So Top yeah, notch. I'm gonna we're I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to couple of people I'm going to talk to. Yeah, I'm going to talk to a couple of people. I'll, I'm going to reach out to Oliver Nouveau. I'm going to reach out to uh, Trey Mac, and I'm going to reach out to Gervais. And we're going to get a nice prize pack put together um, for the winner of this. But we're going to call this um, the, uh, I don't know, uh, Pulpit Halloween calling. The Poo Ghost Challenge. The Poo Ghost Challenge. Okay, I like it. We're going to name it after the they, Pugos. They don't all have to be Pugos. No, no. Just ghosts. You just, just whatever. Yeah. Whatever spooky thing is taking place in your life, and divorces don't count, um, you know, just, uh, just. I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But no, um, call in and tell us your story, and I love this idea. This is great. We this have is, to have an fantastic. end date on this well, so we can vote on it pre-Halloween. Well, <laughs> look at the calendar there, Jeff. Hold on. Are you going to light your show oh notes God, on fire? Oh, my God, I'm lighting my show notes on fire. I was going to say, is your cigar out? No. Oh. Well, then take your goddamn cigar <laughs> off the show notes. You're going to light them on fire. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm hoping happens. Oh, my God. So I I say that we need to have all the calls in. No. I mean, it's simple. What? What's Okay, here's the deal. Bring up the month. We need to have all the calls in by the 20th. Here's the month. All the calls in by the 21st of October. Why? Because that way... Whenever we record that weekend, we okay. can play, yes. and then we'll have three, well, well, shoot, we'll only have a couple of days to go on the parishioners page and vote, and then we'll have, we'll Are we opening winner. it up to the parishioners, or were you and I just going to do it? I think we should open it up to the parishioners, do a poll. What do you think? No? Yes? No? All right, guys. So here's what's going to happen. Let me see that a second. Okay. That's why I have dates. Because you don't have a phone with a calendar. I have oh, one shit, that I'm my using show notes are on fire. I was going to say. So, yes, we need all your calls in for this contest by Friday, October 21st. Okay? The last show that we will play calls on will be the Tuesday, the 25th episode. <coughs> Tuesday, the 25th episode. Yes. You're coughing over there. I, I lifted my mic. I know, but it was so very loud. Anyway, that gives the prisoners, yes, admittedly, it gives you only. It'll when- be like. Tuesday and Wednesday to you're gonna to have vote. you're gonna have Tuesday the twenty fifth, Wednesday the twenty sixth. Because we'll probably record the show Wednesday night or Thursday then. Yeah, yeah. So Tuesday we'll have a two day. You're voting gonna have window. A, you're gonna have a short voting window, super super short. But that way we can announce it for the Halloween and show, and then we will have our Friday October twenty eighth episode. You know what? We should even have Clay on that episode. And he can he can help when we uh, announce the winner. I, I think like we it. should do that. We haven't done a. Uh, I like it. We, we haven't we haven't had a listener a interaction That's in true. a while. I mean, you have to be on that one though. It's tr- I'll do it for this I, for Clay. <laughs> I'll say, step up for Clay. I was saying it's a Friday show. That means you actually have to step up. Yeah. So okay, then that's the plan. So okay. yeah, so you have a two day window, two of day voting on Tuesday the twenty fifth and Wednesday the twenty sixth, and then we will work with Clay so that we can record. He's getting on... a prize no matter what. Well, yeah, because he he threw yes. out this idea. But, so it's um, up to everybody else to step up and well, then yeah, but make then, their entries. Well, Wednesday the twenty sixth, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure this out. But yeah, it's going to be a tight turnaround. But we can do this, guys. Get your calls by the twenty first and do this. So yeah, you've got that. That literally gives you three weeks. Okay. Yeah, a short a day, but nearly three weeks. Twenty days three to weeks. call in. We can make this happen. We're going to make it happen. We're make it happen. All right. So we have. Two calls from one number here, so we'll go ahead and jump into those now. Okay. Hey, guys. It's Dick Smoke Ryan. Hey! First, let's address the elephant in the room. Oh, God. I apologize for that Harry Pulaski call a few about a month and a half or so ago, however long it's been. I have no idea how he got a hold of my phone or how he is spoofing my phone number. And I would also like to apologize for Jerry Pulaski for... Harry trying to reach out to you that way. I don't appreciate him doing that either. And I promise I'll try to make sure he doesn't call again in the future. Anywho, my question is, I I have first, I apologize for the lack of calls. Went through a bit of a depression spell not too long ago, and I Mm. just burned out on all my hobbies. Well, that sucks. For whatever reason, I have no idea why. I hope you're doing better. I really do. But I got through it, and I'm now caught up on about a month and a half worth of podcasts including y'all. Anywho, I'd like to ask you this. Shouldn't listen to Have you ever burned out on a hobby you enjoyed doing, and did you ever recover from said burnout and resume said hobby? And if you did, what did you do in order to get through it? I appreciate any and all advice you guys have. Okay, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, Ryan, first of all, if it, and I mean this, if you ever get if you ever get depressed and you need to talk to somebody, you can call us. You can call anybody. You've got friends out there, okay? For sure. And that's to everybody else in the audience. And I know that may sound crazy, but we care about you guys. Genuinely care about well, yeah. you guys. And you know, I go through it. We're I've got a I've got a friend of mine right now that's just posting like crazy about his seasonal depression, and it's you know it happens. I mean, it does I, when I have issues with that i don't go on social media and put it on blast to everyone no but some you know some you just people, never leave your house no i yeah i become a recluse i know that's you've the, seen it happen yeah and why do you think i try and pull your ass out of the house and be like let's go to top shoes let's do this let's do that and you're like no i'm gonna watch the office yeah it's like fucking breaking office. bad reruns fucking office you know? breaking bad it's, yeah. it's all it is hey that's it now i will tell you so i went through a bout of this um with my work several years ago and I think, I think I've talked to Nick about this. Um, I was working for a newspaper. The company that I was working for was going to sell the paper. And the uh, – oh, I stayed – it was a work call. <laughs> um, I stayed and got them through the sale, got a little payout to do that, left the paper, and just completely got out of the business. I've, I'd never done anything but media other than you know stuff on the farm when I was a kid. My entire life. And I just, I kind of took the summer off. I worked at a pasta house restaurant, which is a local chain here in St. Louis. I got Olive Garden. A couple, three days. No, it's better than Olive Garden. But uh, a couple, three days. Pasta houses. I like pasta house. Their bread is good. I Their, the kitchen, their kitchen's impeccably clean. Their salads are awesome. Love their salads. <laughs> anyway, try the chicken flamingo. You'll thank me. Okay. So anyway. Um, but I did that for a while. I, I worked at a family video store. Nick worked there too at different times. Um, I was in high school though. With the same chain. Yeah, I was, I was 32. <laughs> I was going to say. And, but I was also a manager. I get it. So, I get it. um, and I sold cars. I, I, that was kind of my thing is I, and I hate to call them mind numbing jobs, 
But considering what we do with journalism and we're on, you know, like I just got a, a text about a wreck in my area, mm-hmm. you know, and so those, those, you're always on, you're on call 24 seven. I got up the other morning at 545 and went to a house fire and covered it. I mean, so there's, we're always on and that wears on you. It does. You know, it really, really does. And, but that, that's kind of how I dealt with that is just kind of took a break from life and just went and did some other things. And I'll tell you, waiting on tables was a lot of fun. You know, I'm 32 years old and I'm waiting on tables at a pasta house and I couldn't have been happier. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, you can so, make a shit ton of money doing that these days. Oh, absolutely. If I all, if I was a good looking girl. They're all dying for, yeah. you know, waiters and waitresses True. these days everywhere. But, you know, I don't know if I could run around and do that now at 53 like I did when I was 32. There's a lot of things you can't do at 53 that you could do at 32. I'm as good once as I ever was. <laughs> um, but that that was how I dealt with that. Now, granted, that wasn't a hobby, but I mean, journalism, you know, in some ways, and Nick knows this, it's it's been my life yeah. for most of my life. I've worked in radio and I've worked in newspapers, and quite frankly, it, the 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 depressing, sad part of that is I'm good at both of those things, and they're skills that are disappearing i uh you know i'm slightly different in that like there are there have been some hobbies that um i've kind of like either scaled back from or have like pretty much i don't want to say given up because i have every intention of going back to them but like i haven't yet yeah like i mean people that know me from way back when i used to draw all the time I didn't know that. I was I I draw. I used to Why draw aren't you like, doing that? all the time, and I did it into high school and everything else. And it was one of those things where I got. How did to, I not know that? I got to college, and from college, I just other things started popping shallow in my life, and you know Beer. this and that, and and yes, exactly. I mean, especially my later years in college, it's one of those things that you know partying and hanging out and everything took precedent, and it was just kind of one of those things that just kind of fell away, and. You know, every once in a while, I'm like, you know, I'd like to do that again. Um, And what ends up happening is I go to the art supply store and I buy all these cool supplies that I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then I get home and it's late and I have dinner and then I crash. And then the next day I get busy with all my work shit again and I never circle back to it. Do you have any idea how many canvases I bought to do cigar art on with the bands? And I made one and gave it to you. Mm -hmm. Eddie ended up drawing and using them. And actually, Addie, my my daughter, my 12-year-old, is an incredible artist. For 12, she's really, really talented. Well, I mean... And I hope she sticks with it. That's the thing, man. It's like, stuff like that can get sucked under, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, I keep telling myself, like, oh, I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. And I just haven't gotten back to it yet. Hunting is one of of my big hobbies. And it was a real passion. I'm sure the animals are happy. Up until about 10 years ago. Well, you know, it's it's sustainable. (laughs) And I'll tell you this, in Illinois, at least, and I I assume it's this way in other states, sportsmen pay for all the conservation through their licensing and, you know, your your duck and goose stamps and, you know, federal and state stamps, your habitat stamps. I used to be the fur bearing stamp back in the day. And, you know, if I want to go hunt ginseng, if I want to go pick ginseng in Illinois, I have to have a license to do it yeah and all of that money gets funneled to the state and then they waste it but it's there to pay for conservation things that you know they don't anyway near what they should with but well, we've got the a yeah big rabbit hole but i don't know i you know in terms of what ryan's talking about 
it's like, look, man, you know, some hobbies are easier to like dive back into than others. Um, well, that's what I was getting at is I haven't, know. I haven't really hunted, done any hunting in earnest in about 10 years. I miss it, but I also don't like getting up early. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, some are just easier to get back into than others. And so it's one of those things where if it's something you're truly passionate about, you find a way. Um, I don't know. No. I, I, you know, but, like I said. but dude, seriously, if, if you ever need to talk, call. Okay. Okay. And I, I got something else I want to throw out. Okay. Before we get to the next call. Well, it's another call from him, but okay. Is it from him? It is from him. Is it from him? I don't know if it's you from don't him. know it's no, from it's him. No, it's true because he's had Harry. He's had his. He's, he's had, had Harry his, steal his phone ghosted. Phone. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, somebody is somebody has cloned his phone. It's valid. So okay, it's another call from that number, but I don't know. I watched something this weekend, and it happened out, I believe, in Ohio. Ohio. Tell me about Ohio. So there was a fishing tournament in Ohio. Okay. I believe it's Ohio. The Upper Great Lakes. Whatever, who nanny? Does it matter? I okay. mean, it does to the people that were involved. Okay. So there were these two guys, and it reminded me because I was talking about outdoorsmen oh, and sportsmanship. Lord. Have you seen this? No. Okay. So they've been winning these fishing tournaments for years, and like the one they were in, I think had a grand prize of like forty five thousand dollars. That's significant. They've won the the one guy, and and I guess with his partner or other partners. Over ten years or something, has won like three million dollars in prize money, Good two or three that. million. You know, All right. and I don't know these cats from Adam, but I watched the video. So they do their weigh in, and they're head and shoulders above everybody else with their weigh in. Okay. Oh, I did see something about this. Yes, they're head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, and they win the tournament, and you know, yeah, they're they're into it, and everybody's all excited. And then the organizer of the event takes out a knife. And slices their fish open, and they're full of weights and other fillets of other fish. They were stuffing the fish. They to were make weighting weight their up. fish, and I can't believe these cats got out of there alive because these motherfuckers were about to kill them. <laughs> I mean, they're cussing them, they're screaming at. Oh yeah, the one guy's like, "Where'd he go?" The other guy, like, "Get that motherfucker!" You know, I mean, it <laughs> it got ugly. The police had to escort him out of this thing. That's funny because they were about to get their ass handed to them. That's funny. But they, and the the guy, you see the guy cut into the fish on the video, and all he screams is, we got weights and fish, and everybody loses their shit. <laughs> so, I highly recommend everybody go watch this video, at least while you can. But these guys, I mean, these guys could go to jail for this. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because it's Conservation's involved now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's bad. So, oh, yeah. If man. you haven't watched that, go watch it. But anyway. Okay. Those are uh, that's a bad example of hunters and fishermen. Anyway. That was random, but, but okay. But I digress. All right. So, other call from... Wait, before before Ryan, we do Ryan's that. Ryan's phone. What are you getting on your cigar? People say we don't talk about the cigars enough. True. People don't. Um, it's been good. Um, are you going to dog on the Red Anchor? No. This is a good cigar. It's a really good cigar. I will say, it's hard for me to pick up what flavor notes I'm getting off of it, though. I haven't had that many cigars today, so I'm kind of wondering what's up with that. I don't know. I mean, let's do a I mean, let's I, do a retro hill. I don't have COVID, so I know I'm not losing taste and flavor because I mean, you know, whatever. But I don't know. Ooh, white pepper, and it's ramped up and it's sticking in the back of the throat. How far along are you? We're actually dead on yeah. even. 
And I'm not. Do you get the white pepper? I wasn't. I think the spice has actually died back. No, it's lingering in the back of the throat. I, I can still taste it. It's actually kind of taking my breath away. I just, yeah. Let me do another one. I don't know. I don't know. My zipper keeps scraping on the cord, and it's, it's, bothering, really it's bothering the hell out of me. Yeah, white yeah. white pepper, and it's distinct. Interesting. Maybe you do have COVID. I don't have COVID, but... I hope not. I, I hope not, right too. right next to you. I mean... Why do you always make me sit so close? Here's the th- well, you did this, but anyway, um, the whole... COVID's evolved to the, past that point anyway. We're not dealing with that with COVID anymore. What's the next thing that's going to come? You know there's going to be something Well, else. and didn't you hear the pandemic's over? Yeah, that's true. Biden did say that. And the CDC. So And they and they said that so the I don't protocols... Think, I don't think we need to worry about if it. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be mistaken, but from what I understand, the protocols are the same now for people that have been fully vaccinated and people that have natural immunity. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> uh, God. It's not politically convenient for them to have it anymore. Anyway, moving well, all on. The mo- all the money's been made. <laughs> to the, that's all true. the fucking money's been made. That's true. I actually had somebody. I had a lady oh my tell God, me. God, here we go. Because I, I brought this up. We were talking about it. Oh, and she goes, well, I'm sorry, Ryan. We still have another call from your phone. She, we don't know what's right. From his phone. <laughs> she said, how could they have made any money? The shots are free. And I was just like, what? I, oh, we're, we're paying for those. Yeah. That's like. Yeah, yeah. Their stock yeah. prices. They the companies have just ballooned that did this. Yep. So and and you know they run around and everybody talks about the Sackler family and Big Pharma and how bad it is. And then the same people that bitched about Big Pharma are the ones that were demanding that you get the COVID shot, making money for Big Pharma. It I, like the whole thing was turned upside down. It's just bizarre. Okay. Sorry, I digress. Hey, hey, hey there, boys. It's uh, Harry Pulaski here again. Uh, I finally got around to listening to the episode where Jerry responded to me. Why you got to burn me like that, Jerry? I really miss you, buddy. Anywho, I did send you those items that you asked for, but unfortunately I couldn't find out where you were, so had to leave them with some pastor by the name of Bonnaby. And next thing I know, that bastard's being chased out of town by an angry mob. So if anything, you need to get in contact with this Barnaby fella and have him get those items back. It was hard for me to to procure those items, too. I'm not even going to talk about what I did to get those slightly used handkerchiefs you were asking for. Let's just say it took a long time and motivation, if you know what I mean. Anywho, my question is for you there, little Nicky boy. Oh, God. I uh, I hear you talking about how your bed sometimes shake up and down, and you think it's a ghost haunting your house. Oh, you no. begging? Oh no, buddy boy! I know the truth. That ain't no ghost. That there's the Buddha bounce of five thousand. I myself used to be an owner of one back in the day. What's the matter, bud? You feeling lonely? Need a little company? Old Harry Pulaski here will know how to set you up. Anywho. Where'd you find that old booty bounce at 5000 And you know where I can get one? Because I need a replacement. Badly. Well, as that commercial says, thanks. Well, I'd call Trey Mac Shipley. I was going to say, if anybody <laughs> knows where to get a booty bouncer 5000 it's our buddy Trey Mac Shipley over there at Aladino Scarves. Um, wow. Yeah. That just went in all sorts of different places I didn't expect. 
So, yeah, that that's what she said. That took a turn. Um, anyway, well, well, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. Um, yeah. You can uh, get your calls into us via the Ask the Boys hotline. Are we gonna Are we gonna completely gloss over the fact that he may or may not have been in contact with Pastor Barnaby? Oh, I'm glossing over that call. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. Because <laughs> I haven't heard hiding her hair. I, from the good pastor. Well, it's not Christmas time yet. He's court ordered, or we're court ordered to give him time at Easter and Christmas. How much longer does this go on? I mean, you want to go back to court to try and get that turned oh over? Because right now, as far as I know, it's in perpetuity. I'm not the one that got in a fist fight with him. I'm just saying, as far as I know, it's in perpetuity. So The guy was kind enough to come on the show with me, and you attacked him out no, of nowhere. You gave him my fucking cigar. I mean, anyway. You weren't there smoking it. Area code 863-874-0000. We and, need uh, your ghost stories. We need your Halloween spooky stories. Call in with your ghost stories. Maybe you were chased by Sasquatch in the woods. That um, happened to me. You know, maybe you were abducted by aliens and you remember it. I don't. He doesn't. I Shut up. Anyway, I've never been abducted by the aliens. The point is, call in with your ghost stories and uh, we're going to have a prize and all that fun stuff. So this has been this week's Ask the Boys. Well, I guess, uh, why don't we go ahead and... Uh, you know what we should be having coming up here soon? What's that? New selection from my monthly cigars. We that should. October box should be say, coming out. We should be getting that soon. But first, it's What time. is my monthly cigars, Nick? You want me to prompt you? This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. Thanks. I just want to give an extra little shout out to Nick Gervais because you were show notes. throwing your fifth. Show notes. It's literally okay. down there. I'm going to point something out. These things on everyone, the show notes. Everyone can go back and listen to you tell me that I don't need to look at the show notes anymore. You son of a bitch. You did tell <laughs> you me that. son of a did bitch. Did you not? All right. You know what? Here. It's time for United Cigars. One oh, by the go. way, don't forget about fucking good coffee. Adrian Pulieski here. We all need to live united, as it turns out. But one, unfortunately, must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars there. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garaflo, Mantosa, and Terranova. In the highly acclaimed Edabe, Byron and Bandolero there if you're feeling fancy. Buy United, smoke United, live United. United Cigars as it turns out. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> fuck? I've been saying I need to get that re-recorded. How did you even get a hold of him? I had to, the bum network. And to work my way through the bum network. Go down and jump a freight car, did you? A couple of hobos pointing me in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Hung out with him around the barrel while it was on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good night for a bonfire. So, anyway. <laughs> so, 
United Cigars. I don't even know what the fuck to say. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> that's, that's why you were racing to get to it. Yeah. God, I had to put that together. You're all like just jacking around, talking to me on the phone. You and literally it's like, told me. I'm like, you can I put have, your show notes away. You're done with those. I'm like, I have work to do. And it's on <laughs> tape. Unless you cut it out, you jackass. All right. So, one must go. Netflix, Hulu, or HBO Max? I thought we did this already. We did not do this already. Well, I don't. I, I can live without HBO Max. What? Hulu. What? I, there's a lot of things I watch on Hulu. There's a lot of things and a lot I of like things I watch on Netflix. There's a see. I'm going with Netflix. There's more things that I watch on the regular on Hulu and HBO Max. There are things I would miss about Netflix, Stranger Things. Although we only have one more season of that. Um, there's a lot of good documentaries. on The Netflix. Sandman. I did like the Sandman. Um, but there's a lot of great documentaries. What on about HBO Blonde? And Max. I haven't. You're going to miss that Blonde. Yet. I have not watched that. You yet. don't want to miss Blonde. You pervert. Um, Nudity. I do, <laughs> do want to watch that. Boobies. But, but, <laughs> oh, my God. But um, but there's a, a lot. lot. Of, there's a lot of good documentaries on HBO Max, though, too. A lot of them. Yeah, but there's boobies. Oh, trust me. There's probably boobies all over <laughs> HBO Max, too. I mean, it's HBO. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, Skinamax was the way to go back in the day. They're, are they even around anymore? I don't know if Cinemax still exists, to be either. honest. This is, I love Showtime, this Red Anchor. Showtime's this owned by... such a good cigar. Showtime's owned by Paramount. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. It is good. I'm digging it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, well, I'm, I'm casting my vote for Netflix. No. I, HBO Max I, all day. You know, it's one of those things that... I can live without HBO. Think, I've, I've lived without HBO most of my life. Here's the thing. With Netflix, it used to be really, really cool. And what happened, everybody else started up their own streaming services, and they took stuff away from Netflix, and now it's not you, cool anymore. You have backed your way into a Gator Brings the Harshness. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, I got to collect myself for a second, because I'm that mad about this. Mm. You know me. Oh, I have been wanting to watch the last season of Better Call Saul. You have. So it's on AMC, but the only way you can watch it, because none of my streaming services have AMC, is you've got to get AMC Plus. Yep. So what did I do last night? I don't know. I subscribed to AMC Plus. Really? Put my credit card number in, did the whole nine yards. But you didn't have any money, so it didn't go through. It went through. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it may not go through next month, but it went through now. Okay. Guess what isn't on AMC Plus? (laughs) Fucking better call Saul. Because why would it be? Really? It's off already. Well, where'd it go? You have to go to Amazon and buy the season. <laughs> so now I've got the seven-day free trial. So I'm going to try to binge watch at some point as much of um, The Walking Dead as I can that final season. <laughs> oh, you've got the seven-day free the, trial that's, That was AMC. the flip side. That was the B side of the record. And I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch the hell out of that. And I'm going to dump this thing before I have to pay for it. Because it was misleading. So you didn't pay for anything then? Well, I haven't yet, but they got my card. I got to figure out how to cancel it now. Those things are hard. can be hard to cancel. I know. I know. I mean, you probably <laughs> still have things that are going through your Apple account that you don't use that you're just still paying for. 
because it's a pain to go find out how to cancel them. If you use, if you subscribe on your phone mm-hmm. and you use Apple Pay, that's not how I did it. On it's this. surprisingly very easy because if you go to your profile, it lists all your subscriptions and you can cancel with one click. Oh, thank God! It's super. But easy. that's not how I did this. I paid for it through the TV. Then you're just dumb. I'm boned. Yeah, and it, like I said, it's misleading because that's where they told you to go. And then once I do it, the last six episodes had been on there, but they came off at the end of August. <laughs> You're like a month late. God damn. Well, all right. I was so mad at AMC Plus. So one must go is definitely AMC Plus. But yes. um, like I said, I'm going with Netflix. You're no, going HBO with HBO Max. Yep. All right. Well. Adrian Pliski here. Oh, wait. We all need to live united. Okay. Oh, no. Adrian Pliski oh. here. We all need to live united, as it turns out. But one, unfortunately, must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Wheel, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars, distributors of Jose Dominguez, Graflo, Mantosa, and and the highly acclaimed... Yeah, but I don't know what button I see. Byron and Bandolero there if you're feeling fancy. Not United. I do like the feeling fancy. United. Live United. United Cigars as it turns out. Well, now I gotta see That's something. That's what we're smoking. I gotta see something real quick. I gotta see. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, dang it. I gotta, I gotta stop recording to see that. Oh. I don't know. Just no, play I'm, them all I'm and not, see what's I there. Like, well, I mean. Adrian Pliski here. We all need to live the oh, dang it. And I can't stop it. I did. I double double put on the intro. And the problem is, I can't, I can't stop it. So you're going to have to play it through your phone. I don't have it on my phone. I put it on the board. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Graco, I have a solution. In the highly acclaimed... I do have a solution. I okay. do have a solution. Um, it's not going to be nearly as produced. You hoisted yourself on your own petard. I here. did. You yeah. know what? I totally screwed How myself How much of this over. are you leaving in? Oh, all of it. Because oh I'm God. too lazy to cut this. But um, I do have the uh, version... With no fancy music and everything, so we can at okay. the very least get that going on. So the one must go segment is brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke, as it turns out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think I like it better without the music. Dear God, I yeah, I totally. Well, you shanked that. I did. I shanked it. I put the intro on two different buttons there. Now it makes me wonder what I put on that third button. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I guess we're about to find out. Guess what, motherfucker? Yeah, it was Tiger King. So that means it's time for three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed. And you this even week. had show notes. I, you know, I, I did, and uh, this goes to show that even show notes can't fix everything. <laughs> anyway, um, good freaking. I'm so happy you did that, Lord. not me. I just, oh god, that was dumb. Anyway, <laughs> I um, think it was great. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, Jeff, uh, what have you smoked recently? Well, 
I I had the red anchor. <laughs> you were so unprepared. <laughs> I really am. So unprepared. I smoked a whole bunch See, this weekend with my hunting buddies. This is why if you would actually use the Naked Gator Instagram account, you I actually know. could like track it out. So my buddies from high track school and I got I together track, track and had whatever. had a great night. We had a cr- uh, uh, shrimp boil, and they'd been shooting during the day, and I just I had to work, so I got there after that. And we had such a good time. And Andy's sister, Melissa, God love her, brought pies. It was wonderful. We had a really good time. And I smoked a ton of cigars that night. That's good. And I don't remember any of them. <laughs> so I'm going to go with some that I had this weekend. And they're they're the oh standards. Oh, my God. But that's gonna... what you're going to have okay, to hear Okay, okay. Let me guess. We're going to hear about an Aladino Cameroon. I actually didn't have one of those this time. Oh, my But God. I love it, and they are our studio sponsor, Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. Um, are we going to hear about Quorum? I can tell you about Quorums, because I did smoke some <laughs> Quorums. I'll be honest. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest here, okay? When oh, you God. buy those things, buy the bundle, okay, it, it's like $2.25 a cigar. Mm-hmm. I get the Toros. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, how do you beat that? You know, it's a good driving stick. And you can, you know, you can pick on me about them all you want to, but for for a driving stick, I'm not stick, picking on you about them. I'm just saying for you... a driving stick, Newman makes a good, affordable cigar. I like the Havana for people Q that, better, but yeah. that's just me. So that's okay. All right. So anyway, their own. So so what are you going to say that you I just smoked did and enjoyed this week? Okay, fine. Quorum. My first one is one that I smoked the other day. Um, I was uh, sitting out and. Um, I was just relaxing, watching a little bit of uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Super good show. Um, you you may have got me hooked enough to at least go watch another episode. I've, I watched the pilot. Oh, that's not the good one. Yeah. Well, I obviously, because I haven't gone back. Trust me, dude. It gets way, way better. I got a whole week of uh, The Walking Dead that I've got to binge in now before <sighs> I have to pay for this god-awful AMC Plus. How are you, how are you paying for Paramount Plus again? What's that? Yeah, that's right. I don't know anything about it. I'm not. I don't have Paramount Plus. Yes, you do. I, I don't have Paramount Plus. How did you watch the pilot? I, I don't have Paramount Plus. <laughs> uh, my I don't first, know what you're talking my about. My first one's the Oliva V series, or the Oliva series V, v Milanio. Um, you love that cigar. It's a fantastic cigar. And uh, I smoked that uh, while sitting out and watching some Star Trek. Did have to put the uh, heater on my feet because it was a little chilly that night. But uh, all in all, it was a good cigar. I'm going to give J.C. Newman another shout out. Okay. Okay. And I had the Perla del Mar shade. I talk about it all the time on here. about the Perla del Mar shade. Forget about the Perla del Mar shade. It's like, my God. It's for me and my Connecticut palate. It's a wonderful cigar. Nutty, creamy. It it it's right up there for me with like the Leaf by Oscar. But you it's would a like great that cigar. nutty creaminess. Well, I know um. you do. <laughs> Jerk. I know. Um, I've heard about what you did back in college. What? Anyway, so um, nothing happened like that in college. Thank you. <laughs> did you hang um, out? Did you hang out at uh, you know the drag shows? Okay. In all fairness. <laughs> I did attend some drag shows, but it was a large group of us. And the one, so the assistant manager at the GameStop I worked at, she knew the owner, and so we would be able to go to the to the gay bar and go to see the drag shows, and we all drank for free. So that's why I went is because I was a cheap college student, and you know we could all sit there and whatever. It is what it is. I don't, you know, I'm comfortable well, enough in myself look, dude, to admit that, dude. 
Not that there's anything wrong with that. There isn't. There's nothing wrong with that. No. I didn't go home with any gay men, if that's what you're implying. Well, I mean, I'm not judging. I'm not saying that that's wrong either for exactly. those that are why into are that. You, I'm not into that? that. I'm not into that, but I'm just saying. Our show is very inclusive. It is very inclusive. I don't know why you're bringing why this up as a negative there? thing. You're the one bringing I this up all weird. It, I didn't say it negatively you know, at it's all. Like, I don't even know why we're talking about it. Because <laughs> it's got you wound up. Anyway. So I what, did the Perlin Omar shade. All right, fine. My second one. <laughs> Is one that I had while I was working my shift over at Riverman the other day. And I had the JFR Corojo Super Toro Ooh. Um, from our friends over there at Agonorsa Leaf. And, uh, You've really been on kind of an Agonorsa Leaf kick lately. Dan got a shit ton of them in. Yeah. He got like a really big selection of them in. And so I've been kind of smoking around the, the humidor and, and trying them all out. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, for my money... There's not very many cigars that I mean they're they're good cigars yeah you know so yeah I'm why not high on them yeah why not okay okay why not I'm so saying, I don't know why we're even talking anyway <laughs> chicken parm he did that exactly <laughs> <laughs> see of course I got, the Jews are invited yeah, why, why are we why even are we talking, talking about, about it? it anyway all right oh, okay. but by the way that's Ted if anybody didn't get the reference yes I was gonna say what that. a great movie and the the second one is actually it. really good too. I don't think I've seen this. It's got the girl with the big eyes in the second one. Mila Kunis isn't in the second one. Oh. It's, uh, what's her name? Oh, God. I I can't think of her name. I don't know. She's got real pretty eyes. They're ginormous. Okay. What's your? And they even talk about it in the movie about how big her eyes. What's your third cigar? It's really funny. Okay. So give me a second here. Give me a second here. I had an A.J. Fernandez New World. Okay. And it's... For for an AJ Fernandez, okay, it's in my wheelhouse, and not a lot of his cigars are. Most okay. of his are will just slit your throat. This did not. It's a great cigar. I've talked about it before, and I highly recommend it to anybody that has a mild to medium palate like I do. Okay. All right. Well, my last one is also an Agonorsa leaf. Um, I had the uh, Agonorsa leaf Anniversario Maduro. Ooh. Um, that's one of their little higher end ones there. Yeah. And uh, I have oh not my tried gosh, that. I I tried that on the recommendation of where does uh, it fall on the um, scale? Like what do you mean? Like, like what, medium, what mild? I'd say it was. Is it me- a bold cigar? I'd say it was medium. Okay, I'd say it was medium. It had really good flavor. The draw on it was fantastic. Construction was amazing. I mean, you know, it was a really, really quality cigar. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it came at the recommendation of. Riverman Cigar Company regular Joe Mama, who's been smoking them quite a bit. And so I gave that a try, and it was really, really good. I'm there glad you go. I did. Joe Mama knows his cigars. He, I like Joe Mama. He's one of the regulars at Riverman. Joe Mama will try any cigar. Okay. He'll try any cigar. He doesn't necessarily I mean, like. I've tried any cigar. He doesn't I tried necessarily the digger like. on this show, for the love of God. He doesn't necessarily like every cigar. But well, he yeah. tries every cigar, and so that's you know. So I give him credit. It was, but it was a really good cigar. Credit where it's due. It was. It was okay. a really good cigar. There was one other cigar that I had this week that was really you got really a good. Bonus, um, but I'm not going to talk about it because my goal is that hopefully we do it on the show. Oh, okay. So well, what tease it? What's the Bricktober? Oh yeah, yeah. I want to try that. Yeah, in the worst way. It was good. I'm I'm collecting those uh, beer steins. Oh, I have I've got a couple I, couple of years of those. I have yours in the car. Awesome. But I'm hanging on to it because we're going to need it for that show. Well, exactly, because yeah. we're going to have some beer. We are. With so, that Bricktober. Yeah. That, that's the point. Fest. Yeah. So, so uh, where do anyway. folks find us on the socials? Um, 
son of a bitch. We're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. It's on the show notes. I know, but now you're paying attention to well, them. Because you totally just anyway. You told me not to reference them, and then you yelled at me for not referencing oh them. So I went back to them. Instagram. I, I can't please you. The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, Eddie K K I D Gator. That's my page. Although you haven't updated it since August. Um, Have I not? No. Trust no. me. I looked because I was updating the media There's kit today. There's just so many things going on. I was updating the media kit today, and I was like, you know, I wonder how many followers he's got. And you've lost a few, but the point is- I got like uh, 3,500. You, 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 you lost a couple from the last time I updated the media kit. But then They're I noticed, probably fake accounts anyway. But then I noticed that, uh, yeah, you haven't updated that since August. So no, you know, I'll get on that yeah, eventually. Say, probably ought to get on that. But anyway- have been busy. We're on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, and- uh, that's Which is a, a hoot, guys. That's a fun group. Everybody in there has a good time. You know, you, you just, it's just good. And you know what? You learn things. Did you see um, listener uh, Joshua Fox? He posted a picture of a new uh, DuPont lighter that he bought. Ooh. And now normally DuPont lighters are like stupid expensive. Yeah. He got this one for like 50 bucks. And it looks like the... Um, odometer and um, speedometer on like a dashboard like that's the pattern on it and uh, listener Lupe reached out to him and was like, oh, oh man I love Lupe he's I haven't like, seen him he's in like, forever oh my gosh dude I love that lighter and I need it where can I get it and they like he, he told him what store he said call him up and ask for this guy and blah well, that's blah, blah, awesome. blah and all that so this is the kind of cool stuff that you get from the parishioners group you get like you know that, that lounge community in the social sphere. Exactly. You know? Oh my god, that cool that is a cool Isn't it? That is really neat. And the thing is, if it makes that cool little pinging DuPont lighter sound for fifty bucks, that's totally worth it. Oh yeah. That so. thing is cool. And I love the key ring. Yeah. So that's I had not seen that pop I was working today, so I had not I've not been on he posted it four hours ago. Guys, if you're not on the parishioners page, get on there just to see this lighter. It's and really then cool. we're also on Twitter where we don't do jack shit. We're on YouTube where you can watch this. And um, and you know what else you can find on there? What? On the parishioners group? What? Teddy's meat. You can't find Teddy's meat. And it's also where you're going to go to vote on the favorite scary story. Yeah, so you're you gonna need be, to log into that. That you're going to be calling into the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-874. Zero 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 zero, and sharing with us. Um, See how that works. Don't make them up. We want to hear real. Yeah, we want to hear real ones. We want to hear stuff that's happened. Don't don't make this shit up. Yeah, we'll we'll know. We'll We'll we'll, take a second party. We'll We'll take a. This happened to my wife, or this happened to my dad, or my uncle. We'll take one of those, but otherwise, not not something you've just heard randomly or made up. Will we? I think we should. Because not everybody's had the experience, but they've had people in their lives that have. So why not? I guess. I mean, come on. It's our show. We can pretty much Give do whatever my lighter we want. I've been talking too much. And I need to just I'll tell you what. This Red Anchor from United. I was going to say. So what let's, a good cigar. Let's some final thoughts on I'm the Red I'm getting a little here. bit of spice now um, in the final third. Finalthirdcigar.com. Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob. And speaking of Broccoli Rob, if you are in the Ingalls, Indiana area, this uh, weekend. Saturday, right? Saturday the yeah. 8th. Um, you got Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars, and you have Tony Katz uh, and Fingers I would Malloy. like to meet Tony Katz, because Tony be, Katz is a radio guy like th- I am, and gonna, I'd like to meet him. They're going to be there doing an event. He's on, a much better radio guy than I am. Saturday, He's made a career out the of it. 8th, at the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. And Saturday the 8th. It's going to be a good time to swing by. 
Um, and I'm on the fence about going. You should. I, I, I'm, I, I'm I, of the opinion you should go. I can't. I've got work. It's 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 a matter of logistics and yeah. you know whatnot for me. It's I get been, that. It's been vi- dude. September has been a ridiculously busy, busy month. Tell me about it. And I almost part of me is like I want to go, but the other part of me is like this is the first weekend that currently I have no plans. Yeah. And so it's like I almost want to chill. The weekend to like get back to neutral, recharge the batteries, but like, yeah, exactly. And then also maybe try and catch up just a little bit because, like, I have been. I mean, the fact that we put out a pulpit rewind on Friday should indicate to people, like, I mean, we're swamped right now, yeah, and like September was bad, so it was great. Don't get me wrong. No. It was great. It's been busy. It's been fruitful. But but it's been just... Borderline overwhelming. It has been. And yeah. so like part of me is like, man, I really want that weekend. Because um, I've got plans the following weekend. So... What are your plans? I'm hanging out with my son. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. I haven't seen Max in a while. I talked to him on the phone yeah. when you had him this weekend. That was awesome. You did? Oh, well, I tried to see if you wanted to like meet up with us to go to the festival in Columbia. I was, and I you, was busy. You, you were laying on the couch... No. You flat out told me. That was me, Sunday, right? Yes. You flat out told me that you had a busy day of laying on the couch, doing nothing, and watching The Office planned. No. We know what I did? No. I went to Red Lobster and ate all-you-can-eat shrimp. You did that on Saturday. I did it sometime over the weekend. You did it on Saturday yeah. because- Maybe it was. I was- Your fire I, whistle's going off. It's 10 o'clock. That means everybody needs to know where their children are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jim White. KMOX, I remember that. Every day here. Um, but anyway, but no, I talked to you on Saturday as you That's finished right. it. That's right. Oh, it was so good. So what did you do on Sunday then? I think I laid on the couch and watched the office. God, I knew it. That's exactly it. Anyway. Um, yeah. It all so, runs together. So no, guys, if you're in the in- Ingalls, Indiana area, it's just northeast of uh, Indianapolis. You know, swing on by, say hi to Mickey Pegg, say hi to uh, Tony Katz and Fingers Malloy, and say hi to Broccoli Rob. Yeah. And Lisa. And Don't Lisa. forget Lisa. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. That's the reason to go right there. I was going to say, you know. I Let mean, her make you one of those old fashions or whatever she's making at the bar. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a good bartender. Mm-hmm. Final so, thoughts? final thought. I was going to say, final thoughts. It's right on here the on the show anchor. notes. Yeah. So, what are your final thoughts? I love it. It's good. This it's is a really, really, really good cigar. Guys, if you haven't tried this, seek it out and treat yourself. Because it's the cigar we agree on. Did you just do a retro? I did. And the pepper has increased on the retro. It's kind of hanging in the nostrils a little bit there. But it's such a good cigar. And it's it's smoking smooth. Are you getting it's, white pepper? Because that's what I'm getting. Yeah. 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 But it's it's really good. I'm digging this is it. a good cigar. And the construction's been impeccable. Bird line's been great. Um I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. And I realize it's a $25 smoke, and that might be a little high-priced for some of our Celebratory cigars. I was going to say, this is not one of those cigars that I would say, you know, you're burning every day. I'm not going to smoke this like I'm driving around. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, like, you're sitting and chilling and enjoying life kind of cigar. Yeah. So I would highly recommend it for that kind of activity. Yeah. Absolutely. It's incredible. Yep. I've never had it before. This is a really good cigar. I had my first one out of two guys. This is up in probably the top ten. Yep. That I've had on the show. Well, it hasn't been out for too terribly long. And when I was up at Two Guys, obviously they had it. And so Well, obviously. I had one. This was actually the first cigar that I smoked at Two Guys. I got to the Salem location on Tuesday, 
and finished the uh, Bandolero. But now that, Barry, uh, Barry brought was you a so cigar. kind to bring me. I was going to say I finished that, and you completely left him out of every. You shanked. I him. did not. And you know what? I feel you that, shanked Barry no. Stein. All right, now that you've brought this up, I'm going to have to bring this up too. So Barry, I got your back, man. No, I'd have given you all kinds of props. Here's the thing: it was a good pickup. I haven't been able to fully defend myself on this because. Well, there's no and, defense. No, Barry knows why I can't defend myself on this. Because, see, here's the thing. Barry was supposed to... The plan originally was that Barry was going to pick me up at my hotel on Saturday, drop me off at the Salem store, yeah, and that was going to be the last time that I saw Barry before it was. I left. Yeah, because he had family obligations. Because he had family he had obligations. Family obligations. Yes. But he changed the script on me. Flipped the script, as it were. Flipped the script and said, hey, I'm not going to be able to pick you up now. I'm going to, you know, and so Dave picked me up and brought me to the Salem store. Okay. And obviously Dave took me to the airport yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Which is super nice of those super guys. Super nice of him. Because not like they didn't have other stuff going on. No. But they're, I've they're been, so incredibly I've nice. So ridiculously nice. And a, and I'm so appreciative of all their generosity and, um, you know, kindness during that trip. The thing that I will say, though. Okay. I didn't want to be the fanboy that was taking a shit ton of pictures with people. But you are the fanboy. Right, right off the bat. I waited until the end to do that. I had every intention of getting my picture with Barry on Saturday. Literally the weakest argument I've ever heard. As make. I was going to also get my pictures with Jonathan and Dave and Ed and everybody else on Saturday. And that's what I did. The problem was the change in plans with Barry resulted in me getting no picture with Barry. And I feel really bad about that. I actually really legitimately do. And, you should. Um, you know, whatever. But the problem is I can't fully defend myself because then it makes it look like I'm picking on Barry for doing this family obligation instead of Barry was coming so and giving me a ride. And, and picked you up at the airport. I know that. I mean, the airport pickup is one of the biggest kindnesses in the world. It is. He didn't. Bring I mean, me, I don't ever pick you up. He didn't bring me. No, you sack. I had to park my I paid $70 to park oh, my car shit. throughout that time at the parking spot because your lame ass wouldn't get up early enough to drive me to the airport on Tuesday. Well, and tell you, everybody what time you had to be there. Well, if you would have freaking driven me, I would have had to I be there you at had a 5 on for the long-term par- or the parking. No. You told me you did. I got 25% off. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, which knocked it to $70. Well, I mean, that was a deal. It still cost me $70. What time I, did you have to be there? Well, if you would have driven me, I would have had to have been there at 5. 5 a.m. Yeah. Which meant you would have had to have picked me up here by 4. You have other friends. No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Okay, valid. I mean, no. So, like, that's the thing. That, Why can't you take a normal flight, like, at 1 in the afternoon, like an average person? Because I'm flying into BFE Manchester, and it's a- Is that in Massachusetts? New Hampshire. New Hampshire? And they, it's a small airport, and so for me to be there at a relatively decent time- I mean, dude, I, I got there at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. How many layovers did you have? Just one. Okay. But you were- I've, I've gone over this. There's a whole episode where I go over all this with you. I don't pay attention. Anyway, but the point is, if you would have just driven me to the airport on Tuesday and picked me up at the airport on Saturday. What time did you get back on Saturday? Like 10 p.m. Yeah, I could have done that. Easily. But, I mean, at that point, your car was already there. There was no point in me driving over. 
because you shanked me on the front end. So I, then I got shanked on the back end. You like getting shanked on the front I didn't say in. I said on, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. Oh, pulpit. my God. Yes. Um. Yeah, final thought on the Red Anchor. I love awesome. it. Awesome. I would smoke it again. Uh, again, I hope to smoke it again. This price, is a good stick. Price point wise, it's not an everyday smoke. It is a celebratory smoke, but celebrate with it. You, you amen. Won't re- you, yeah, you'll thank. You us. won't regret it. So, guys, this has been another sermon. For, oh, I already said that. There's one more thing. There is no, no. This is a big one. I want to do a nice, good, big shout out to our friends at Lit in Chesterfield, Missouri. Okay, good people. Brian and the crew at Lit yep. were named the best cigar lounge in St. Louis via the Riverfront Times. Oh, that's awesome. And so... Um, well, good for you, that, Brian. They, they, that just got announced today, and you know we couldn't be happier for the fine folks I had, at Lit. I, I, worked, I worked a lot today. I've been completely dark on the socials, so I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations to Brian and the crew at Lit. So... This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. You know it. <sighs> you lean forward to stare it out and I lean back. <laughs> Bring your smoke trail. Your head looks bigger than mine in the video now. Lean up. Yep. yep. There's the melon. By the way, for everyone that's bitched about the audio quality on some things, I did determine it is this cord that I hook, the cord, it's okay. that I hook the the phone. Well, we diagnosed it down it. to that, so I'm glad you figured it out because that was the only it thing it could have been. Definitely at that point. the cord. Um, that's why I've been trying to use the buttons on the board more. But you only the, have so many buttons. I only have three yeah. available to me throughout the show, and so I'm having to like make do as I go. And so, but yeah, it does sound a lot better. Um, I'm going to have to figure it out because... Is it the cord or the dongle? No, nah, it's definitely the cord. Um, it's not the dongle, okay. No, it's it's not the dongle. It's the cord. Okay. So, um, it you know what? It's these cheap freaking cords you buy on Amazon. I think this cord was maybe like eight bucks. Yeah. But, you know, it's just... Maybe get the $10 version next time. I didn't see a more expensive version. That's the problem. You need the one that's the XLR to the... um. To the dongle? No, well, the dongle's part of it, but th- this piece, the, yeah, the uh, headphone. It's a mail end. Yeah, the mail end of the headphone jack kind of deal, and uh, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. So, Fair enough. Anyway, so no, I know what sounding it, a lot better. So I know what it is. It's just a matter we of diagnosed it of fi- figuring out a workaround and that works better than you know these three buttons because that. I will admit that's you only resulted, have three. Well, it's resulted in a lot more editing time for me, and I'm trying to cut that 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 back. You know, well, yeah. I mean, simplify. Well, exactly. Streamline. Well, it's not like you're helping. Not at all. No. I mean, I can tell you what's going to happen. The minute I hit stop on this, you're going to hit stop on that, and you're going to be like, "All right, brother, I'm out." And you're just going to leave. That's exactly and, like, what's going to happen. Everything is. I haven't had be, dinner, and it's ten o'clock at night. I eat earlier. Yeah, I know you're doing the whole intermittent fasting. I am. Yeah. No, let me know I, how it works. I'm feeling, I mean, you know, I don't know. I've got friends that swear by it. I don't look thinner, but I'm feeling slightly thinner. Well, as long as you feel better. I mean, slightly. Yeah. You know, I mean. It's you got to get into that, like, 
uh, what is it? Something burn. I don't even remember. Well, it's got a handy little thing on the app that it, it shows like in your, in the progression of the timer of your, of your fast. Yeah. Like when this starts and when this starts and when this starts and everything. Ketosis like that. or whatever. Yeah, ketosis yeah. Yeah. and all that. And, see, yeah. I'm aware. See, a lot of it happens when I'm sleeping and see, and I'm not a breakfast guy anyway, so it's all fine. You love cereal. I don't want to hear that. Oh no, I love cereal, but I tend to eat that. That cereal's an all day food. Cereal is not just a breakfast food, my friend. I will admit, you know your cereals. We learned that yep. on this show. Yep. You had to buy me an ESG because you- I uh, actually did have to buy you an ESG. Totally. Uh, and I and I paid you up, did. didn't I? You did. You did. And I've said that on the show. You did. You paid up. You ever smoke it or you I just I have not smoked it. it. I'm going to smoke it in your face one of these days. <laughs> thought about doing it at a pulp fest, but, you know, I didn't. But, no. Um, one of these days, It would yeah. have been appropriate. I bought it at Dan's. True. Yep. I got it over at Riverman. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thank you so much. Again, we can't tell we've we've had a real bump in listenership and we really appreciate it. It's true. Tell your friends the cigar pulpit. It's true. Yeah. And if you hate us, let us know that too. Because it's kind of fun. And keep listening because you never know what kind of wretched shit we're gonna you say. You do not. So yeah. anyway. Thanks guys. See ya.